0: adjacent
1: you're listening to the sports adjacent
0: okay i like that i just learned something new today adjacent
1: with jason leisure and russell dorsey on the house of l network
0: we're doing everything i dreamed of as an adjacent yeah i'm letting this has to be my mike jordan flu game
2: <laughs> <laughs> just because you woke up early yes i i hear you man because like the morning is the worst the morning is the absolute worst i don't want to do anything in the morning i've never had a job where i had to be there before like 10 30 a.m at, at, oh like um w- with
0: my schedule a normal morning early for me is like 9 30 10. so this is
2: suboptimal what a gamer I'm trying, man, for the team, for the good of the team. When, when I get up in the morning, my feet don't work. Like I can't, I can't walk straight for about the first like twenty <laughs> minutes of the day. You turn into a paraplegic overnight. It, for the first twenty minutes of my day, it does. <laughs> it starts, and I can't see. Like my eyes don't work till about twenty minutes into the day. Yeah, that's. I can't, I can't walk down the hallway with a cup of coffee because I'll, I'll like, I'll spill parts of it. I do so many dumb things in the morning that's too. Funny. Like I'm just not booted up mentally at that point at all i'm scared the reason why we
1: joined this area of business
2: is so we don't have to get up extremely early anymore right (laughs) you know i do get up early quite a bit like um against my will because i have kids (laughs) and i've learned that tony is a lot like me where he i mean if you text tony before 10 a.m it's like it never happened (laughs) you might you gotta wait you might as well wait
1: yeah. yeah, I just, wish there
2: was a way to schedule a text on my phone because I I just have all these texts to send Tony at seven thirty, and I've just set them for you know ten a.m. or something because otherwise it's like he'll have no recollection of it ever happening.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know what this pod is gonna be like, and this is gonna be different for us because this is we've we've been lucky enough to be able to record at the same time for all five of our episodes. And I think that's helped because we that like by that point in the day, stuff has happened. We're geared, we're fired up about something. But
2: today it's like, I don't know. Well, as Russ tries to get his eyes open and (laughs) has about the about a on the scale of one to ten in enthusiasm, about a uh, negative four. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with Russ Dorsey. We've got Tony Gill as our producer. And uh, we are trying to navigate a bunch of different schedule problems. And we are recording our show in the morning for the first time. It's 9 a.m. And to most people, Russ, that's not ungodly early. Most people have been at work for at least an hour by then. And uh, but for us, this is like this is probably the hardest thing any of us has ever been asked to do.
0: I, you sound like my mom because I tell her all the time, like, if she will call, I said, Mom, don't call me before 830. Like, I, I can't wait to talk to you, but you got to call me like after nine. And she was like, you know, most of the world's been up by nine o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, but not me. So.
1: <laughs>
0: <All right. laughs> yeah, man, it's it's we'll, we'll, honestly the cool, another cool thing. This is the uh, the fourth city I've recorded
2: our pod in. Russ. Yeah. On top of Russ having to get up at eight fifty nine to record this at nine. <laughs> if that's even fair to say, if you're even awake now, I'm not totally, I'm not, I wouldn't describe you as fully awake at this moment. Um, Russ was flying the night before from Pittsburgh to Milwaukee because of his job covering the Cubs. And man, that's, you better get used to that because that's life that is life when you cover basketball, when you cover anything but football, that's, that's how it goes there. You're going to have a lot of mornings like this, man. I feel for you. Um, Sports adjacent is brought to you by Obvious Shirts. Uh, don't worry, Ross. I'll do the promo. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> Try to get your bearings here, buddy. You're on a you're on a Zoom call. You're recording a podcast. Yeah, we, we, I'm Jason. That's Tony. Come on, man. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help set this up. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. He's getting there. We're brought to you by Obvious Shirts. We're really glad to have them. Uh, if you go, it, you know what's a good idea at Obvious Shirts? They have these great, all these great different t-shirts. They actually have a golf one. It says Golf Over Everything. It's a nice, clean, white T-shirt with green print on it. That's a great idea for you if you have uh, are looking for something for Father's Day coming up, not that far away, um, coming right off the Masters. And if you go to Obvious Shirts, not only do they have that shirt and plenty of other shirts, but they give our listeners 10% off if you use the promo code ADJACENT10. So we love those guys over at Obvious Shirts. And you will, too, if you go over and place an order, man. I mean, you got mother's day father's day you got it's just summer in general you could uh you can load up your you can refresh your own t-shirt collection or help out one of your buddies sports decent merch coming soon coming soon yeah at a time tbd
0: hopefully i'm hoping by the time this episode drops there will be at least a couple but yeah we'll very very soon so keep checking back ivyshirts.com And we'll make sure to put that on our various social
2: medias. You flew, you flew at night, right? You flew after the Cubs game in Pittsburgh. You flew that night and then got into Milwaukee late that night. Is that correct? Rather than that
0: is correct. And then the the unfortunate part is you would think a big city like Pittsburgh would have a direct flight to another decent size city like Milwaukee, but that's not the truth. So I had to fly from Pittsburgh to Chicago and then Chicago take this toy airplane <laughs> from O'Hare.
2: Like a minivan with wings.
0: Right. That's what it felt like. You feel every bump. You feel every pocket of air that you go through. It, but fortunately, it was only like a 15 minute
2: flight. So I would still take all of that over flying first thing in the morning. I, I You don't see me book a 7 a.m. flight unless it's just there's just no other way, because yeah. that's the worst. I mean, that's like the most horrible as much as I hate the morning to begin with. Then the idea of getting up at 5 a.m. after a night game, then riding in a cab for who knows how long to get to the airport in whatever city you're in. And then everything in the airport. When I'm in the airport in the morning, it's like how pregnant women complain about how every smell bothers (laughs) them. Every smell bothers me in the morning, like at that hour in the morning. And then, and and on top of all that, once you get on the plane for one of those early morning flights, the entire plane smells like fart. So you're, (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there.
0: So so you're comparing yourself to a pregnant woman.
2: I am. Well, I guess a little, I'm just saying, I understand for that hour of the morning, I understand how they feel about how bad about how smells affect them. That's the only part I want to say that I understand because I grasp that I don't understand the rest of it.
0: Yeah. No, I, I don't know if, if you're uh, in comparison to,
2: Pregnant women will tell you that every smell makes them nauseous, practically like onions or whatever. And and that's how I feel at six or 7am at LaGuardia or wherever I am.
0: So you can't walk in the morning and everything makes you feel like you're going to throw up.
2: Yes. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> On top of the fact that that's I'm a tired, ter- that is terrible. Like, I would never wake up before 11. If I was you, I don't want to, I don't want to eventually you get to a point where you can't help it because you have kids, you have dogs, you have just, I think as you get older, you get to a point where you, can't sleep in anymore i mean i don't know if i could sleep in past 8 30 at the very very latest if i really wanted to and and again there's a hundred people thousands of people hopefully listening to this uh that are just laughing at us because i mean they've already halfway through their day at that point they've already taken the train into the city they've Mm -hmm. already accomplished a million things by the time that you know the three of us can't believe we had to wake up by
0: I have something that I wanted to circle back to. So on our last uh, might have been when we were doing our pre or post pod discussions that we love to have. Tony said that he was going on a date. And I kind of want an update on Mr. Gill's date.
1: So uh, I do you know.
0: You yeah, know, I actually really do. <laughs> I can tell by that response you, you did not you check with share, him about this. If you don't want to share, we can always edit this out. You personally can edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> but if it went, if it went great, I I, I just want to know where you where you took the young lady, you know, what what the
2: what happened. If it was terrible, we'll edit this whole segment out. No, we won't. We'll keep it. If it's terrible, <laughs> that's twice the reason to keep it. I-, I can tell right off the bat A, you did not, you didn't, you, this is the first you've mentioned this to Tony. And uh, B, he does not want to do this. And then C, I kind of, I suspect you're doing that on purpose for those two reasons because you're trying to, uh, you're punching back at Tony for stealing the show the last few weeks.
1: <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not. I just woke absolutely up with not. here we go.
2: Here's what I'm going to do when I wake up.
0: You are correct about me not uh, passing this by Tony. So I hope
1: <laughs> this goes well. Um, uh, I'm not going to give out specifics because I may take a future date there and I don't want to give hey, out. Yeah. like, Oh, you, you oh you're the spot that you take. I feel you. He doesn't want to open the playbook. But it, I did. It was in Hyde Park, um, and it was cool. Um, she was a bit uh, technical.
2: I have uh, no idea what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying oh, to figure out what that you mean? possibly mean. <laughs>
1: Um, this is
2: the most uncomfortable he's ever been on this podcast. He usually is just that's what that there. means. Uh, that means so yeah. much because Tony is not uncomfortable by anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost never. Yeah, I, he normally has this like this perfect job on here. He if just sits turn, there.
0: He has t- if you see, you can't see this is an audio platform, but if you look at it, Tony, he's turning himself into a pretzel trying to answer. This oh question. yeah.
2: And, and normally he's sitting in there like Homer Simpson, where he's got all the buttons and dials ahead of him. And he's back. playing with him, just seeing what kind of messes he can make in the show. And now all of a sudden, now, now the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. Good job, Russ. What an interviewer. <laughs> Come on, Tony. Yeah, um, You've told us almost nothing. You got to do better than that. Because like, it, it
1: I don't want to, I don't want to, Dive like break it down like mm-hmm. too much because it's only the first person I met. That's only the first time I met this person, and I don't want to mm-hmm. like judge a hundred percent based off this one, you know, meeting here. Fair. Um, but uh, a lot less laughs than I
2: expected. Um, she's extremely straightforward, um, which is okay. fine, like it's just okay. Okay, sounds like you were out on a date with a grown up, so congratulations, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. But, yeah, I'm like
1: would she be prepared for the ridiculousness that is Tony? And I'm like, I don't know if
2: she'd be able to handle it. I don't know if any well, of us are. We're your friends and we're not. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I start every one of these, just holding my breath, waiting to see what happens.
0: Okay. So here's my, my follow-up. Have you, is this the first time you've been on a, a date with somebody who didn't laugh as much as you expected them to?
1: Uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. a weird space, right? Yeah, it's really weird. Really? weird. I mean, are you supposed to laugh to be polite or something? Or no, you, it's, it's, or you, it's
1: it's the the wanting to. All right. I took this time out. Right. And I want to enjoy this thing. Let's try and find something sarcastic, some dry humor something, right. Something, you know, that I know that you have a sense of humor that you will get the various bad jokes that I will tell. If this proceeds to go on. Um, I didn't get any of that hint. It was I mean, yeah, it was just kind of just straight former, cordial. It was cool. Um What what does she do for a living? She works for the
2: government. Okay. So you uh-huh. went out with an FBI agent. That's all. Yeah, that's all he can tell us. Right. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: it's it, it has something to do with politics, where she's an organizer for like a like if she if it wasn't for the pandemic she would be in Capitol Hill, be at Capitol.
0: Hill. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm 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 assuming because of the way you describe this. Are you going to give her another like a date number two to maybe see if you can crack the shell of that?
1: <laughs> give her. She may not give me that. Yeah. <laughs> I love fair. the premise of that totally question. Fair. Like It's up to Tony. Totally fair.
0: Well, to, to make Tony feel better. I also went on a date um, recently. Well, we're all
2: the- going to tell one of these stories. I didn't. We'll, well, yes, I you didn't know, know that was our I didn't know that was I, our didn't ask, for this week. I
0: didn't ask you for that reason, Jason.
1: But dude, hey, you never know, Russ, like he may have taken his wife out on a date. My dad recently Whoa. took my mom out
2: on a date like it happens.
1: When
0: Ashley go on a, a nice date, please tell us.
2: Typically, a date is like uh, if the kids have an activity that lasts an hour, hopefully at the rec center or something, we can drop them off and uh, we can drive you know, to Starbucks and back or something like that. And uh there's a date. So is that healthy? Yeah, yeah, that's to look forward to in your thirties. I don't know if that's healthy. I'm with you, Tony. <laughs>
0: y'all, need to, y'all gotta go. We might have to pony up as a show and get them, you know, a, a gift card to Chicago Cut or something, because y'all need to yeah. go out.
2: Probably we do, yeah. And, and I, I have, have a feeling you you'll be more interesting about this, Russ, than me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I had a date uh while I was in Pittsburgh actually,
0: and uh is the it's the first virtual date I've had. Because we were gonna go out and she was she was in the middle of uh or towards the end of her quarantining because she was a close contact with somebody. Uh and so I said, nah, that's cool. She was like, Are are you cause I she knows what I do? She was like, When are you leaving? I'm like, uh Sunday. And she's like, Okay. And I'm like, I mean, we could do like a FaceTime date or whatever. And she was like, "Oh, that, that'd be really cool." So we Facetime and like it was dope and talked for like an hour and a half, and it was it was really cool because like usually that that would be I wouldn't perf- I'm such an in person type of like personality like Tony Tony Tony's probably the exact same way. Like cool. in person, Tony is way different than a, the Tony that you would get any other time. So, but it was dope and like mentally stimulating conversation and it was cool.
1: Yeah, that's good. It went better than mine and not mine was in real life. So, you know. Yeah, yours is in real life and did go well.
0: <laughs> no, that's, uh. I think the coolest part was like having somebody intellectually that you can like connect with right away. I had with this person mm. um, and she's like a therapist So that's like really cool. And just talking about all this different stuff. So definitely when I'm going back to Pittsburgh, she said to give her a call.
2: So that's cool. A therapist as in a counselor or something? Yes, sir. See, that would concern me. Why? I would feel I just would worry that I was being, you know psychoanalyzed? Yeah, worked on by somebody that's way smarter than I am. And like (laughs) this person by the end of this conversation by Within fifteen minutes, this person would understand me and my entire life and my childhood better than I do. I mean, that's probably what you That'd need. Be intimidating to me. It's probably what you need. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> if we're being honest, <laughs> but no, okay, cool. Tony. I
0: appreciate you divulging. I know we didn't call a timeout and run this play, but I think we did okay. Like we're this is if this is the beginning of of, of a game, we didn't shoot sixty percent from the field, but we knocked down some shots.
1: Yeah, it was all right. I mean, again, I have no problem talking about my day in life. It's just this particular one was different.
2: He has no problem discussing it, Russ, except when he does.
0: All right, so when you have the, the, the killer knockout date, hit me, we'll circle back and make sure we do this again <laughs> to balance it out. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Ah, dang, you don't have trust in your game like that, Sonny. You think you, you're going to
1: have a bad streak of dates? Hey, man, <laughs> hey, man I've had something go really well, then really not well, so...
0: So I, you know, while, when you're on the road, you kind of like you're looking for things to, to do, especially right now when we can't necessarily go out like I normally would when I'm on the road. So, right. you know, grab some food uh, on the off day and been doing different things. The beautiful running trails in Pittsburgh, running the bridges, it's awesome along the river. Grab some food, came back to the hotel and turned on. Disney plus the sh- one of the many streaming services out there and was going through some of Marvel's, you know, recent uh, releases and, and and past releases trying to find something to watch.
2: Like the and movies they, or the shows? Uh, both. They have both of them. Okay. On there. So you're going back through the Avengers. and stuff. Yeah, the whole, catalog, okay. All whole right, gotcha. catalog. And so it got me to thinking,
0: and this is a, a normal question, but I haven't gotten to ask you guys. If you had a superhuman ability or superpower, some might say, what would you choose and why?
2: That's a tough one, man. It, what, what was yours? Let me think about it while you tell yours. I have two. The okay, ability to read people's minds.
0: Okay. And be able to fly because I hate the, the, how much time travel takes. Okay. So the reason I'd want to read people's minds is sometimes like that's let's let's circle back to Tony's date. If Tony Tony will love this. If Tony could read that young lady's mind, he'd know how to better handle that situation. Maybe make a joke that she thought was funny or things that were on he could see what's on her mind that she thought was were funny, and then you could approach it in a different way. Or if you're in danger and you don't know, there's so many situations in life where some pops off and you don't know about it. Maybe you can read the minds of the people who are you know, close to you and, and maybe you can see that before it happens. All those different things and reasons, I think reading people's minds would be cool and just knowing how people think.
2: I think none of my superpower desires would be that dramatic. I think like for a superpower, I would just want to be six foot one. I would take that. All right. Or if I didn't have to shave, if I could retract my beard like Wolverine retracts his claws, or something like that, that'd be great. No, no, or if dude, I, that- or if I could, or if I could do the same with my hair, like if I could grow my hair and all of a sudden, like you know how the Hulk turns green, I just, I just suddenly grow hair like Patrick Finley's, where it looks really good. That's a cop out. I'm not going to let you do that. You need to. I pick would, up any up. one of those would be really good, man. Any of those would be really helpful. So you, you wouldn't want to pick up cars or
0: have super speed or laser vision like Cyclops or anything.
2: I guess I would, but I'd probably be satisfied with just being 6'1". That'd be good enough for me. I'd be like, oh, this is a good power. Tony, save the segment, please. Enlarge any part of my body.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Tony Gill, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tony. You took
0: you took this where this needed to go, but bro, of all the things <laughs> that, yo, that's the wildest superpower I've heard I, anybody want to have. Um, I'm not gonna ask you why on that one, like I asked Jason, but <laughs> why, not? why not? No, no, Tony. I unlike yourself, I am scared to get fired and what is said on this platform. You know, it could be held against Jason and I. So, I appreciate you participating, but I'm not going to ask you why you would like to
1: enlarge any part of your body as a superpower. I can grow to be 6'1". What are you talking about? Yeah, I guess you could do that. I guess you could do that, too. <laughs> um, you guys wouldn't want that superpower, though? You know exactly what he was doing. Uh,
2: Don't you already have that superpower? You. <laughs> I'm not
1: doing this with y'all today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> Yo,
0: my follow up to that question is we're all in sports media. And I, I personally feel like everybody has a skill that they do better than other people. So I want to ask you guys, fine gentlemen who are both reporters. I don't care what Tony says. What are... What do you feel
2: that your superpower in sports media is? I only, I can only pick one. No, If you have more, yeah, what mind. if you're like Iron Man? You're just good at everything. Hey, good, I, I'm not mad at you. Not deadline writing, man. I can write, I can scrap the whole thing and write it in 15 minutes on deadline. If I have to, if something changes and I just, it's just this thing of not even being aware of or caring about how much time there is till it's till it's due. And that's a, for those of you that don't do this for a living, that's, that's helpful. That's really yeah. helpful. That might be the one thing I have where I feel like maybe other people don't have that because that comes up quite a bit and blowing deadline is a major problem. If it ever happens. Fireable defense in a lot of, a lot yeah, of As it should be.
0: That's no, that's, that's a dope skill to have. I, there is a ton of people who don't have that and people who don't write, in, in newspapers like we do, don't necessarily understand. Um, I think for me coming from an online publication to a newspaper, it was something I was concerned about. But because I'd written, you know, for newspapers before, it was like, all right, it's just like riding a bike
2: again. So, but no, Have you I mean, been in any tight spots yet with this job with the Cubs? Where you yeah, it with baseball had a game it actually, flip
0: in the eleventh inning or something. It happens pretty regularly in baseball. It's kind of just having a plan of attack before the day like the game starts where i could pivot and have something be my main story that's not even in the game which is helpful if it's a you know five to five tie in the bottom of the eighth and a homer at any time can change the game yeah so no that's a good one tony how about you
1: um if i'm bored by something that means something isn't interesting and that's how I gauge everything. Like, uh, my gut feeling, if something is boring me, then it probably is boring for a lot of other people. Um, and that's how I produce content. I'm like, because I'm I, I, I'm intrigued by not a whole lot. Like, I'll, something small will grasp my attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, like, if something isn't going well, I'm like, uh, I'm not really feeling this. Yeah, it's yeah, usually yeah. a good gauge that, yeah. oh, wow, this isn't. This probably isn't going to go well over the audience. So, in my media, podcasting, content creation superpower, I think that's probably it.
0: So, you feel more than other you can tell before other people can
2: if something's going to go well or not. Yeah. How did you feel about this show about thirty seconds in?
1: <laughs> um, I knew we gonna no, no. I knew something. The greatness comes from when people are really in tune or really not in tune <laughs> so definitely uh, if, not tune to start the shift yeah Russ, I was gonna say Russ didn't strike me as in tune this morning and I don't really feel that way myself it could have it could have led to like some stuff that he didn't mean to say <laughs> <laughs> and then actually said it and no, that would have yeah. been great too I'm but, always I'm always
0: see. gonna be in tune I don't care how tired I am I'm never gonna come on here and say some some flagrant stuff
2: are you sure because I worry that you might need to listen to this later to find out what you said Like wow. that you, you might not totally remember, especially the first 20 minutes. Oh, you geez. might have, you might, when you listen back to this, you're like, Oh yeah, that is, that's what we talked about. <laughs> yes. Um, Tony has a second one though. And you know, he does Tony's voice, man. Oh yeah, for sure. That, that's a, that's a, that's a, a an inimitable superpower in sports. Oh. Tony is probably the premier sports narrator slash voiceover guy in the city right now.
1: The only thing is i don't have a lot of range though like i have a you don't I, need to man you got I one trick like i can't do a lot of like happy things with my voice <laughs> <laughs> like Maybe i can't want to like,
0: get you to do the serious
1: yeah like i'm the serious type hype um type of voice deep cut yeah i can't i can't just do everything that's not, that's the be. only thing
0: You could moonlight as a uh, podcast producer and radio DJ quiet storm with Tony Gill. I could definitely see that. I get hyped every
2: time one of his commercials plays. It's like, I want to play for the white Sox when I hear that commercial. And I mean, if Tony could, if we could get Tony to do a commercial dramatizing going to target to pick up a few things, I would get excited about that. I think
0: Tony, if if all else fails, you should do a quiet storm on V one Oh three. I think that, (laughs) I think that would be
2: perfect for you. Um, what's your ability, Russ? What has gotten you this, uh, what, if you had to pick one thing that has brought you success and, um, is unique about you in our line of work, what do you think it is?
0: I think it's my ability to be able to connect with people and regardless of background, regardless of anything, I feel like I can find a, a commonality, um, a connection with somebody that makes for a good conversation um, and it's a good way to build trust which in our business is everything so that's my superpower ability that I feel like I have
2: do you like the Avengers movies and the Marvel movies by the way
0: no no Wait, what why were you looking around trying to watch them then because I was bored and I want I don't like eating without having something to watch usually. <laughs> did you get to the
2: end of Disney plus you're like, I've watched everything on here, even Mighty Ducks 3, and now well, I got usually, left is Avengers movie. What
0: happens? Like, I'll I'll like find an old Disney movie that I like and I'll watch it. And cause like they have a nice catalog. But um as far as the Avengers movie, I am I, I, I enjoy Iron Man. I enjoyed some of their movies like individually, yeah, as a collective, as a series. Like it wasn't I'm not as Like, I'm not like Lawrence, where it's like, yo, every movie I have to watch, I have to be the first one in line. It's not like that. Like, I saw Age of Ultron, the Avengers movie, and then I didn't see another Avengers movie till Endgame. (laughs) Like, that's how out of the loop I am when it comes to, like, Avengers movies. So, yeah, I'm not a big
2: Avengers guy. I didn't grow up with comic books or the Avengers necessarily, but I've seen all or most of the movies and all the characters and all the movies seem the same to me. They're all really the same. All the characters supposedly have these different abilities, but it's all really the same ability. It's all, you know, something with electricity and can jump really high and beat people up and blow things up and destroy. They can all essentially do the same thing. Like Iron Man can fly, but pretty much so can Thor, if he uses his hammer and so can the Hulk just because he jumps so high, it's basically like flying. And all the movies follow the same plot where they can't beat up the guy at the beginning, but then eventually doing mostly the same thing, they do end up beating up the guy and their superpowers work in some situations, but then randomly don't in other situations. And then they randomly do at the end. It's every one of these movies and every one of these characters seems the same to me. It's all blur.
1: You guys are so anti fun. Are you guys kidding me right now? I'm
0: uh, Tony. I'm a very fun person. It's just the no, one no, 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 with
1: with both of your opinions on Marvel. You guys are anti fun. That's all this is. You Tony. better have more than that if you're gonna. Yes, jump no, it's in. One, one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest series, movie series of movies
2: of all time. Tony, the, the, are you talking, the big, a, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Are you talking Avengers or are you talking little, Mar- like Marvel, Marvel universe? universe? No, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about, a, he, he asked me specifically about Avengers. I, I like Marvel movies. Well, they're all the
2: Avengers. See, see, Jason was referring they're to the whole series. Yeah, they're all part but of the don't, Avengers. Don't, don't Thor's, throw me Thor's an and
0: Avenger, so Hulk's and an Marvel Avenger. Marvel people can come after me. I wanted them to come after him because I just said, I'm not into Avengers as a collective like that. But I like, you know, Black Panther, Iron Man, Thor, like I like those movies individually, but as a collective, like I don't. You don't care like about, when they do the super. I don't stuff. care about yeah. Cap, what Captain Marvel is that her name or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean that like, like in a misogynistic way, oh, but like yeah,
1: very shoot. misogynistic. No, yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. No,
0: let's backtrack. So I don't. Mean, I, mean, like uh, I don't like no. Captain America. I mean, no, no, no. I just like it didn't interest me like that. But like the some of their other m- movies and characters did. So it, it's kind of like a. I thought it was a la carte. I didn't know you had to have the whole buffet.
2: Yes, you have to have you have to watch all of them. They all connect. Honey, this series, that series, the crescendo of it is finally something interesting and different and unexpected happens where Thanos snaps his fingers and half of them disappear. And then they make one more movie where they're like, well, let's just um, pretend it didn't happen. No, no, it happened. That's not how the movie that's went. Bro. The movie that's went. basically how it went. They're like, no, oh, let's just turn not. back no, it's time. Not. See, see, we'll Tony, just, you see why you get. let we'll Just go the back in time and change. I don't
1: that. even like the Avengers, and I I know that's not how the movie went. And on top of that, they are building an entire world post what happened. Like they're addressing the realities of what would it be like if half of the population instantly left, and then five years later, half the population came back. Like they deal with that in future, like uh, in WandaVision and in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They built entire worlds based off of how are they getting along after half of the population returns to Earth?
2: Like, you know how how crazy that is? Well, yeah, the whole thing's crazy because people don't usually get angry and turn green and giant, Tony. The whole thing's crazy. And enlarge themselves. Oh. (laughs) Hey, this is Jason Leisure. Thanks for listening to Sports Jason. Our podcast is brought to you in part by Manscaped, and this is something you really need to check out. Manscapes.com is the one-stop shop for you guys to get every personal grooming product you need. And I mean every product. You can't keep walking around all mangy and gross and think everyone's just going to be cool with that. Oh yeah, that's just our friend, Mangy Dave. Come on, man. Don't be Mangy Dave. It's time to get serious about your personal grooming and Manscaped.com is here to help. You should start with Manscaped's top trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the perfect tool for an incredible male grooming experience. And they've got everything else you need to make this as easy as possible. Anti-chafing deodorant, toner, refresher, and a whole lot more. You heard me say anti-chafing deodorant, right? You're really going to want that this summer. Nobody's giggling anymore when they talk about male grooming. It's just part of the routine. This is as essential as brushing your teeth. And Manscaped has you covered. Not only do they have great supplies to get you set up, but they're offering 20% off and free shipping to our listeners with the simple promo code LOHO. That's it. Type in L-O-H-O and you'll get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping. That's a big deal. You'll smell good, look good, and feel good. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and load up. You'll thank me later. The one thing I enjoy about the morning is that I have a lot of funny dreams. Do you have recurring dreams, Russ? Uh, you have every, repeats? Every, every now and then. What do you have recurring dreams about?
0: I don't know if I could say it on this platform. Okay. Larger. <laughs> Tony. <laughs>
1: Tony. Man, Tony. Tony. Just, just sit a couple plays Tony, out here. Okay. Gonna, we gotta, we gotta put you on
2: mute for a little bit. Do you ever dream about famous people or people from movies or anything like that? Do those people ever find um, their ways into your dreams in weird ways? Sometimes if I watch something, maybe a person from something i had
0: recently watched is in a dream. But usually it's people from like my everyday life. So like yeah. you've been in a dream of mine or Tony's been in a dream oh, of nice. mine. No, it's just like everyday life stuff and stuff happens. I do have dreams where something that happens a couple of days from when I have a dream, or a week will happen in, in actual like real life when I'm awake, and that oh, really? freaks me out.
2: Dude, that does that happens to me all that the time. That, that happens, happens to you all the time? time. Yeah. Where was this during the superpower segment? <laughs> um, that is super. This happens <laughs> yeah. every all the time. This, <coughs> this happens is like a few times Tony. a week for you. You dream something and then that it happens? happens. Yeah, and it's not. It's nothing. It's nothing.
1: It's nothing special. You know, it's nothing crazy. Like it's just a random. Like I'm at a stoplight, I'm at a, I'm at a stoplight and I'm like, that's going to turn now. Or I've seen that person crossing the street before, like at that, what they're wearing, that car they're about to cross over, like pass by just random stuff. Like I'm in a grocery store and something falls from the shelf. Like, ah, I felt this before.
2: Are you telling? Is this a joke? Or are you doing like no, no, a plot I'm, to a movie, I'm, and I just haven't no, no, seen the movie, so I don't I'm, get it?
1: No, I'm a hundred percent serious. Like this happens on a regular basis with me, and I just kind of just accepted it. Just kind of like, oh yeah, I saw that in the dream. How <laughs>
2: is that? And how is that a premonition that you know when a light's going to turn green? Everybody knows when a light's going to turn green. When the opposite light goes yellow to red, then your light's going to turn green. That's no, not, no, no. it's it, but it's not. It's not a like, premonition. That's kind of just like that's how the world works. It's it's not even like just the light. It's everything that's around.
1: Like I can remember like the car the license sometimes a a piece of the license plate um like just a bunch of random things that happen in everyday life exactly how i dreamt it colors and everything it it happens all the time
0: for me it's like i'll say something or somebody else will say something to me
2: that i've heard them say before in a dream and that's that's what gets you Mm. i have recurring Uh, dreams about george w bush That I'm hanging out with George W. Bush. Of all the people that you could have said, that's the person you went to? I I don't have a choice. It's my dreams. You got to remember that George W. Bush was. I mean. For a time considered a national hero when I was a teenager, Um, because he led the country through 9-11. And I mean, he was that that might be why I don't know. I mean, depending on the demographic. There's only a few presidents that I really would remember, even at my age. I mean, I barely remember Bill Clinton being president. So it's only probably the last three or four presidents at most. But I had a dream recently where most of my dreams with George W. Bush are funny, which is how I would expect hanging out with George W. Bush to be. I feel like regardless of your politics, hanging out with George W. Bush would be kind of fun. You'd have a fun time. He'd be like, hey, I got some fireworks in the shed. (laughs) That'd be great. I love that. But I had a dream where I was in the Secret Service, and there was an attack on George W. Bush, and I saved him by lead with that, getting him lead with that next time. I'm getting to it. All right, I'll tell about my dreams the way I want to tell about my dreams. We saved him. We lost our liberal demo as soon as you said George W. Bush. Thank you. Uh, I saved him by uh, by getting him to crawl into an air conditioning duct and hide there and uh and then afterward the secret service was not real happy about that because i didn't do it by the book they say and bush was like no he stays
0: <laughs> you've been watching too much white house down i'll tell you that
2: i haven't seen it i don't know what that even is is that a show it's, or basically, a movie? it's basically exactly what you said <laughs>
1: Now it's time for a Chicago Bears segment we call...
2: This is fine. I'm okay with the events that are unfolding currently.
1: Everything's fine.
2: That's okay. Things are going to be okay. Here we go.
0: I'm much better. This is a much better job, Tony, than two minutes into our podcast like last week.
2: <laughs> it's a low bar. Russ, are you ready for Chicago Bears Update, I just want to warn you before you answer that, everything's fine. Okay. There's no cause for alarm. Are you ready for this? Never, but go ahead. Free agency opened one month ago, and here's who the Bears have added. Angelo Blackson, Jeremiah Atauchu, Atauchu. I'm not sure how to pronounce that one yet, Desmond Trufant, Christian Jones, Elijah Wilkinson, and Damian Williams.
0: I've heard of three of those dudes. (laughs) so that that should tell you all you need to know oh man all right so you have recurring dreams about george w Bush. yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna call my therapist friend and see if i can book a session for you because you got some shit you need to work out
2: which of the which of the presidents of your lifetime do you think would be fun to hang out with or not fun to hang out with that's so, that's I don't a, think that's, that's a question,
0: answer. bro. I don't think that's a question, dude.
2: That's only one answer for that. Jason. Come on, man. I'm not saying who's the most. I'm saying which ones do you think? All right. This, it'd be cool to have a beer with this guy or it wouldn't. I wouldn't really want to with this guy. Is it because you guys only have two presidents to choose from? Is that the problem? That's funny, but I, well, we only have three
0: Clinton, Clinton, Bush and Obama. Oh, and Joe Biden or, and the other guy. Um, so we have f- what, four or five. Clinton, Bush the second, Obama, forty
2: five, Joe Biden, five. I think I think Bush would be fun. I think you'd have a fun time with Bush. It'd be cool. You'd do cool stuff. You'd he'd want to do like normal guy stuff. He'd want to go he'd to be, a sports he'd bar. He'd be
0: like, yo, let's go to a bar. And he's you know, on the Rangers, so maybe he has some cool Nolan Ryan stories or something yeah. like that. Um,
2: and, uh, Bill Clinton, though, that would be too much. Might be, I, I don't think you can might handle be the level guy. of fun that he would. That might be the guy. Need. That might be too much. I don't know. Depending on who you ask, I mean, he's not going to get arrested, probably, but you would. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever goes down that night.
1: Can I say something controversial?
0: Oh, Tony. He, as I don't want to get fired, bro. I just got this job.
1: Just small controversy. Small. All
0: right. If we go, if we
1: got to edit, we got to edit.
0: Go ahead, Tony. <laughs>
1: um, I was thinking about this the other day.
0: Here we go. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared too. Forty. 45- I
2: appreciate where your mind goes sometimes, but we got to cut that. I do. Yeah, I, I, I go for it. Always go for it. And then we can decide later to cut it. But I think that one's going to get you in trouble. <laughs> that was hilarious. But yeah, that outtakes, though, outtakes. We're definitely saving that.
0: Over the weekend, New York Post columnist Phil Mushnick posted a, a wild, outlandish uh, column about new york yankees catcher gary sanchez who is, is latino and uses a, a translator he's been in the big leagues for a while established player um and not only did he talk about him he compared him to Glyber torres another latino player uh for for the yankees who speaks english without a translator um and answered questions on the Yankees pregame show or post game show or whatever. Um, And he was comparing these two guys like, and I'm going to read exactly what he wrote, but basically comparing the two and saying that one guy, uh, you could clearly, you clearly can tell that he's been working on his English and the other guy has been here and he has it. So this is from Phil Mushnick's column that has since been, Removed from
2: the story. Yeah, I read this column, and I don't. I think that the New York Post took this out after the reaction. But and you, we, but we saw it. Every I mean, you can still find it on the internet. And you can tell by
0: just some of the way the sentences are constructed, like the type of person that this dude is. Quote: Last week, the Venezuelan with four years in the big stood for a pregame interview on Yes Network, and through faulty English, nevertheless understood and answered Meredith Markovitz' questions the best of his. English speaking ability
2: referring to Torres
0: yeah it's clear he's working on his English Gary Sanchez after seven seasons with the Yankees and before that with the club's farm teams still can't be bothered he still relies on an interpreter still as deficient in English as he is in fundamental baseball skills and awareness that's disrespectful on so many levels as a professional athlete who's gotten the the to the level of success like Gary Sanchez to say that he has no baseball instincts and awareness is craziness. Well, he's had a pretty decent career so far too. Yeah. He has. I and mean, he's, he's, he's I mean? not even 30 yet. So it's like, it's what? So and the second part of that is I'm so sick and tired of people who have never even attempted to, to speak a second language, try to learn a second language and never bothered to care about people outside of their bubble of the United States and English that constantly try to pick on people from different places where English is not their first language. And too many times in sports media, do we have people like Phil Mushnick, who are cowards, right? This is a guy who, according to my friends in New York, who cover that team? He doesn't even ask questions. That shows you what type of person that is.
2: Meaning that he doesn't he doesn't make himself available to be accountable for things. Not even not these people. He hides in these little zooms. And you gotta and if, you, you, if you write something critical, you know, I mean, if you or I write something critical, even if the next day is your day off, you probably need to go in there. You probably need to show your face and be available for somebody to respond to you. And that I mean that's basic. Journalistic accountability. There,
0: there are very few things get that get me as bothered um, as this this topic does for a, co- a couple of different reasons. One, as a, as a as a reporter, I understand how difficult it is for guys who are not from here to not only come and play and try to do well in their sport in their field but also have to be asked questions in their second language and people expect answers in that second language which they might not know well might not know it at all there's there's a lot of times where people ask questions in the united states that don't make sense in english so to try to get that to, to translate to a second language is, is difficult and the other part of it for me as a spanish speaker i've been learning spanish for over 10 years Right. I started learning when I was 13 years old. Yeah. And I'm 26 right now. And while I'm better than most Americans, it's still an everyday process for me to make sure I grasp language. It's one thing to learn a language. It's another thing to try to master a language. And the fact that people who don't understand that and never wanted the ignorance of people who don't want to understand that. And so you just spout off at the mouth that this guy needs to learn English, and why is this guy using a translator if let's say Gary Sanchez doesn't use a translator, and through broken English, he he explained something that happened in the game that is out of context, and he didn't mean to say it in the way that he said it, but because of the language barrier, he he says it incorrectly, right That's the same dude, Phil Mushnick, that the next day would rip that guy. That's and, and so that's why you need translators. If you want people to, to, to be able to explain things as thoroughly as possible. That's what for the guys like Billy Russo, who's the White Sox translator or Will Nadal, who's the Cubs translator, some of the best in the business. That's a lot of these guys lifeline, like having it's not just doing interviews pre post. like those guys are helping them so much out so off the field. Those guys are needed and and to have the the, the same thing with this goes back to the whole Kevin Mather incident in Seattle. Like it's just so annoying to see this continually happen where people feel so entitled to tell others who are not from here that, no, you need to get in line and learn this language. It, It bothers me so much. And for me as a reporter who also speaks a second language, part of that process was I don't want a a player who's Latino, who doesn't speak English to feel like they can't talk to me or they can't explain themselves about something because they don't know English. And I feel it's my responsibility as the reporter to do my best to make sure I can communicate with them, whether that's in English or if that's in Spanish in in a lot of cases.
2: Well, if he's not comfortable in English, and I can guarantee you any one of these players on a, on a, professional sports team is working on their English because they have to, they'd be working on it in the locker room. They want to communicate with teammates without a translator. So I'm sure that he's where I could, I could speak some English. Like it that's, almost guaranteed that he's been working on it nonetheless, but if he is not fully comfortable in giving you a good answer in English, then the most helpful thing he could do is use a translator. I'm going to be helping you.
0: Yeah. And, and this is, this is the story. This is one of the reasons that I started taking learning Spanish really seriously again. So, maybe 2016, um, I'm an intern at the Daily Hero. I'm about 20, 20 some years old and uh, covering the White Sox. And this is really early in, in Jose Abreu's career. And I, I see him in the corner. And It's the pregame. You're in the clubhouse and people are talking to people. And I just this is basically the best player on the team and nobody's around talking. He's just chilling in his locker. And for me, it felt so like such a wild moment, because if that was, you know, it's hard to get to the star player on any team. Right. Those guys are (laughs) there's usually 30 people around. That's the best player on that team. And nobody was around that was talking to him. Now, there could be a lot of reasons for that. Maybe they talked to him the day before, the night before, whatever. But it's very rare to have a, the accessibility that he had that day. I had with him, other people had with him, and nobody be able, over there talking to him. And also, I noticed other Latino players that were around where people weren't talking to them. And for me, that day, I left the ballpark and was like, never will I go into a clubhouse again where I can't communicate with those guys, right? And I knew Spanish at the time, but that's when I really locked in on like relearning the language um, because I started learning at 13, did the whole thing in high school, AP honors, all that. Went to the Dominican, learned, and came back, went to college and didn't use any. But when I got back into writing about baseball, it became so important to me to be able to learn a different language where I, I could communicate with people who didn't have that opportunity. And I talk to players all the time who are just like, yo, one, your Spanish is really, really good. And two, like, thanks for doing that because nobody ever talks to me in Spanish, right? Nobody ever asked me questions in Spanish. Um, and it's so unfortunate that in a sport like baseball where you have so many Latinos from Puerto Rico or Dominican or Cuba or or Mexico or anywhere like that that nobody speaks Spanish really like there's a handful of reporters around the game that do, and then you have guys like Phil musnick that try to know pick on guys who who are doing their best to communicate the best that they can in their language so um no it, it's just it's just a constant reminder that we have to call stuff like this out right i feel responsible and as one a reporter as to a spanish speaker to call dumb stuff like that out because those things shouldn't be allowed to happen like somebody who calls himself a quote journalist or even columnist i don't care what publication you write for, whether it's the Post or New York Daily News or whatever. um, There should be a higher standard for what we do. And and what that was, was not that. And that's unacceptable.
2: I don't read a lot of Phil Mushnick. And I, you know, maybe this goes over differently in New York. But in reading this, I mean, just clicking on this column, which might be his first column I've ever read there's a little thing on the side that says more Phil Mushnick, like other columns he's written. And it's, he's mad about Tiger Woods. He's mad about the all-star game. He's mad about Kelvin Sampson. He's mad about Charles Barkley. And you look through and it that's all this is. That's all this column is. It gets into these other drips and draps of, of notes and things like that, ripping the broadcast, ripping the Mets, ripping Adam Gase. I mean, just ripping everybody. Yeah. Um, and then you look through and his, this isn't the first time he's gone after, after Gary Sanchez, even, I mean, at some point, when does the guy just get ignored? Why did why does this even get attention anymore? When you have when you have a crazy person just ranting, eventually you stop listening to him.
0: And, and see, that's where, to me, the publication has a sense of responsibility,
2: right? Because they this was some been, sense of responsibility because they went and deleted they went and took it because yeah, the paragraphs it, it, it that everybody it was, that caught fire
0: was, was lighting him up on, on yeah. socials. And and he probably got a call from the Yankees like, yo, what are you doing? Like, how? And usually, I wouldn't. You know, when there are a lot of teams that do that type of thing, where it's something said, where it's like, "All right, like, relax." But this isn't one of those things. Like, this is a personal attack against a guy uh, who is learning a language maybe slower than you might want him to. And yeah, no, nah, the 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 publication holds a sense of responsibility with that. Where yes, you want your columnist to have an opinion. But when it's dumb stuff like this, man, that can't happen. Like They've
2: been endorsing this forever. This guy's been there for 50 years. I mean, this is not his first one. At some of his stories, I remember hearing about some of his columns that got him in trouble. Like he said that the Brooklyn Nets, when Jay-Z took over, instead of being the Nets, they should be the Brooklyn N-Words. That was a column that this guy wrote. And there, there's a hundred of these. I mean, he goes after all these people. He goes after Chance the Rapper. He goes after all kinds of people with the Yankees and the Mets. This is something that he's been doing. Forever and the New York Post, it it must be popular with somebody because the New York Post keeps defending it by printing him every day.
0: There's a lot of respectable people who write for the New York Post. But yeah, you 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 you're you as the publication, you're you should be held accountable when stuff like that continues to happen. here on sports adjacent over the last several weeks you've heard jason leisure and i go back and forth about the things that are popular in the world today amongst the young people and he who is not a young person anymore is unaware so we came up with the lovely idea to add a new segment called what's that mean
1: and now it's time for what does that mean what does that your host, Russell Dorsey. The thing. What are you
2: talking about?
1: And everybody's favorite contestant, Jason Leach.
2: I don't understand.
0: Russ? What's that mean? First installment of it.
2: Jason, are, are you ready? Are, are you ready for what's about to happen? I'm I'm afraid, but I'm also a little bit confident. I think I'm going to do well. What What's the game? What do we do? So, so for, for all our
0: listeners, this game, I'm going to give Jason... Random phrases within the culture, or uh, things that young people say often these days, and see if Jason understands what that means. So I'm gonna give you a uh,
2: a quick ex- ex- quick practice round. Okay, good. And now we get five. Yeah. Do I, mean, do I win by getting three? If I get three out of five, I win.
0: Uh, let's see how it goes. Let's play it by ear. Let's give All you right. the. Let's see if you get the practice ones first. Let's try. Do you know what, uh, and this should be pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Netflix and chill.
2: It means you watch a movie on Netflix and have ice cream.
0: Incorrect. Sir. Mm.
2: Um, it has Netflix in the, in the, what does Netflix code for? So, well,
0: depends on who. Yeah. Some people actually watch Netflix. Oh, okay. The, the, the term Netflix and chill.
2: already half a point.
0: The, the term Netflix and chill would be where you and somebody that you might be interested in. Do watch Netflix, maybe turn on a movie.
2: Yep, that part and, I got.
0: and it leads to other activity.
2: Not a not a pint of Ben and Jerry's. I mean, depending on how you get down, maybe it might lead to <laughs> a pint of Ben and Jerry's. All right, All right um, so I got that one wrong.
0: So you got that one wrong. Let's let's try it again. Another, let, just breathe. Practice,
2: practice, practice. Okay. Do you know what a fit is? Like a tantrum. Like my kids throw fits all the time. Absolutely not. This is gonna go terrible. This is when someone like loses their mind because they're so angry. Uh, I pitching a fit. That's what that is. Having a fit
0: is a completely different thing. So having a fit. Uh, if I if I put together a fit, that's my outfit that I have on. So oh,
2: it's short for outfit. Correct. Oh, I like that. Okay. Is there an apostrophe before the fit?
0: N- no, Jason no it, it's just fit all right so you can tell a audience that this is gonna go he's gonna go 0 for 5 on this so, so
2: today your fit is like half of a t-shirt or what's left of a t-shirt
1: <laughs> that's been his fit like that the is, last few episodes
0: that's kind of the 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 Russ Dorsey brand now as far as pods go but uh you know I you know I put fits together
2: you know I, I I get down. I see you. I see you dress very well all the time. I see you with a good fit all the time. Just never (laughs) on our podcast. You did. You're, you're getting there. I I liked how you used it. You had confidence
0: with it. And so we're going, we're going to get you. We're going to take you from
2: 75. We'll try to get you to 55 by the end of the segment. The problem is man, like we're not that far apart in age, but the the circles that we run in are so drastically different because It's not about the years apart, it's about the layers of life apart where I feel like I don't know how anybody can stay on top of how thing, how the world is talking once you've got kids and you've got this whole family life you got to take care of that's that's what I feel like makes me very removed from half the things that you talk about.
0: and your daughters are so young they have' they can't put yeah, you up yes. on game yet're exactly. talking the about the saying. Octonauts and stuff right. Like that. So, all right. So we're going to get you right. We're going to start off with number one. All right. Now we're playing. Here we go. What does that mean? Do you know what it
2: means, Jason, to have hands? Uh, It just means that you have really big hands, like, or good hands. Like, you can dribble well or catch well.
0: So I'm going to give you this one more time. That was my answer. if If I say I have hands
2: or... Let me tell somebody Russ has hands. What does that mean? It means he can play the piano or something. Probably like he has really good hands on the keys. Tony. Mm, uh, it means you can fight. It means but that, that means I, I can know. fight. Why wouldn't it be? I have fists. Hey, when you say it like that, when you say hands, it I picture slapping.
0: Like, <laughs> no, no, Jason. This is Listen. a
2: hand. This is a fist.
0: If somebody if somebody if, if you and I are in a bar and I yeah. see somebody. That's bigger than you. Yeah. Or I know what this dude can do in the streets. Yeah. I'm gonna look at you and say, "Relax, dude. He got hands. Yeah. That means he's gonna knock you out, I and you him. should relax. All right. All right. Okay. Like, it's early. Noted. it's, it's early. It's early. This one down. You're 0 for one, but we we have. I still uh, got time to rally here. There's
2: number it's two, be one of these that I know.
0: If if I. You cover the NFL, so I'm surprised that you have never heard that before.
2: That's my only, my only exposure or link to how young people talk, I feel like, is you and locker rooms. And I haven't been in a locker room <laughs> in a year. See, see, Because of that, me, Tony, and locker rooms, you should know most of these words. That's why I'm disappointed. I haven't been in a locker room in a year. Fair. Nobody, Fair. No, no player gets on a Zoom call and talks about someone having hands. Not yet. Um, <laughs> number two.
0: If I if, if I look in if Tony's telling me a story, yes, and he gets to the part
2: of the story that I don't like, and I say that's cap, what does that mean? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I don't even know. Uh, I mean, I know that you don't like it. I don't even have a guess for that. What does that mean, Tony? Uh, it means the person is
1: uh, lying or uh, boosting a couple of details to, to embellishing. Theater. Yes, yeah, embellishing. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's another loser sound. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there we go. Over for two, Jason. Mm-hmm. You are over for two with two strikeouts. I didn't even have a
2: guess on that one, man.
0: Yeah, that's that was a uh non-competitive at bat there. We got to get you uh we got to get you better. So you're over you for gonna, two.
2: If I if I'm close on one of these, are you going to are you going to be a lenient grader here?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks. Absolutely not. That's not how you get better, man. It's not how you get better. All right. Number 3. If So if I'm if I'm having a debate with somebody and I say that I have receipts, what does that mean?
2: Oh, I know this one. It means you have the proof. It means you have proof of what you're talking about, Tony. That's correct, Jason. Hey, there we go. We're on the board. It's like I'd have proof that I bought a leaf blower and Russ would be like, man, I don't believe you You didn't buy a leaf blower. And I'd be like, yeah, Russ, I have receipts. Well, I wouldn't say that that case would be literal and the way you're saying so let's say i could we let's use uh number
0: two and number three together you tell me that you and d Wade went to dinner and i say that's cap right yeah then you're lying or embellishing
2: i mean that'd be you'd be correct
0: yeah and and then you and then you would say no i got receipts and it's you and a picture on your instagram with d Wade. that would be how those that that would be your proof so good Mm -hmm. job jason
2: okay I was at the same restaurant as him once, but uh, I, we were, I was not invited to sit with him. Did you wave? Yeah. He said what's up? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good relationship. I, I, I was in, um,
0: in Pittsburgh, I was walking to Dunkin' Donuts and a Cubs player was walking to Starbucks and I yelled to say what's up. But the problem was there was a fan and he was turning to say what's up to me, but he, there's a fan running from two blocks away trying to get this man to sign an autograph, autograph a baseball. And so it messed up the whole situation. So, but no, that's, that's, that's how you use that word. And and I'm, I'm happy. I thought you were going to go over five on this. So no, 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 no. I can you got go some
2: of these, man. I'm hip.
0: The fact that you got one of that, one of these, that, that makes me happy.
2: All right. I was four. doing, I was doing my work at a Starbucks once in Miami and Chris Anderson, Birdman came in. <laughs> And, R- and uh, you can't like a lot of famous people will try to get in and out of a Starbucks or a Walgreens or wherever discreetly. And not, you can't do that when you're six foot ten and you're and you have his hair and his tattoos. Right. Yeah. Um, do you know what a this, number, this, this is, might, is number four? This is number
0: four. This might go back. got to
2: get both of these right to to be to win here. Right. Yeah. OK. So. Do you know what a LA lay is L.A.Y.? Uh, I have a few guesses, but I want to give a careful answer here. Um, I, I know I, I could I have an obvious answer to that, but I'm guessing it's wrong. If we, um, the obvious answer is the inappropriate
0: one. You are correct.
2: Oh, well, all right. Then, yeah, that's not no, even- like, the, no, I'm saying like you're correct that, that it's not that. Oh, all right. Well, this one's wrong. So I lose. What is it? Mm. Uh, a lay is another word for an outfit. So it's how could it that worked, possibly be? What is that? I didn't even know that. no, that's I'm a word.
0: It's a word that you use almost with like it's a synonym for outfit or fit. You could, does it use. refer to laying out your clothes the night before? I think that might be where it comes from, but it might not be. It might be, it might be told, totally, but I know like some you could interchange fit and lay. And so, like, my lay for the day. All well, that rhymes, but like, that's another word that you could use. So
2: if for all those people out there that didn't I know think what that, I think was, this is a trick, I think you're trying to set me up to look stupid and I'd use never do word. that to you. use this I'd in front of somebody word. and they're going to look at me funny. I'd never set
0: my partner up for failure. Never, never that. I let you fail on your own. But um, yeah, now you're one for four, sir. You're hitting 250.
2: I've already beaten
0: your expectations. Yeah, I mean, you did. You did. Yeah. I thought you were going to have an offer. Yeah, here oh. we go. One more, and I, I I have confidence that you're gonna get one. What does it mean? What do vibes mean? Like, if somebody it, says
2: it's a vibe, what does it mean? It means a mood or a feeling. Tony? Yeah, there we
0: go. Well, I think I think I think that's a that's a quality answer. Yeah, so, I think, yeah. I think I know. It's one this of those
2: one. words that have a lot of different meanings. Yeah. Within the culture. I think I know this one. I think an example f- would be when we started this podcast and today, and you had barely had your eyes open and you're groggy and you got the hotel bed behind you. Like <laughs> I would post a, a screen cap of that on a morning where I had to get up really early and didn't want to. And I would say, this is a vibe or something. That's It'll close, make- right? Yeah, it's it's close. You're I could me. make a meme of you that would be like, this is a vibe on a day I didn't want to get up early or something.
0: Or like if, if I'm, chilling at home i got the luther plan i got wine maybe uh a a guest you know Mm -hmm. and somebody would say this if i think this is a vibe that would also be another place where you could use that got it so you went two for five in baseball you'd be you'd be doing really well in in school you probably fail so because this is is this is a technically a quiz you did fail, but you did better than I thought you would. So so next week, if we do this next week, we're going to go for three for
2: five. All right. Are there are more terms than just those five. <laughs>
0: the reason you add the just because you ask that is the reason that we have to do these segments each week. If,
2: I feel like half of them now, if I just guess clothes or outfit, I mean, <laughs> right. right?
1: You know, so they're add, they're adding
2: they're adding to the dictionary, these words like mm-hmm.
1: Every so often, like they added finna the other day, and I was the most excited I've ever been about a word ever because they put finna in the dictionary.
0: I'm gonna just try to make sure that they're appropriate, yeah. And, and it, and it, and and it, because there were some ones that I'm like, I could use this, but I want both of us to be employed. I appreciate your That's It was borderline, it was borderline. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, Russ handled it appropriately. I'd like the like, manscape that. Like, I'm going to take care of us, man. I'm going to watch our pockets. Drip means close. Look at you. Bonus point.
2: Tell them, give them the bill. It's another one. There we Here. go. Extra credit. So I think we should keep playing this. I think, uh, I, I, and but I've got to, uh, to make it authentic, I will not spend any time trying to look this stuff up. Okay. It will have to be what I naturally know. From my limited experience, uh, my limited interactions with the adult world. Because, again, most of my life is consumed by Octonauts and Barbies and doing the laundry.
0: Before we let you guys go on uh, another episode of Sports Adjacent, just want to remind you, obviousshirts.com. Go on there, get you some shirts. There's a lot of holidays coming up where t-shirts are the appropriate attire. 10% off. Use promo code adjacent 10 off your next purchase. We're we are rolling through these episodes now. Like it, it felt like just yesterday we were getting underway. And today we've completed episode
2: six. Against the odds, too. Doing it in the morning for the first time. Yeah. Like it. We, we had a we were slow start. I think we
0: finished strong, though.
2: This morning, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we ended up doing so many things. There's a whole list of stuff we didn't even get to.
0: What missed the cut? Let's go through
2: it. Okay, I'll give you these. Uh, you know, the Masters were last week. At the Masters, Roy McElroy hit a spectator in the leg. Yikes. It was his dad. Is that, is that for real? It was his dad. That's hilarious. Uh, Hope Troutwine. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, softball pitcher for North Texas. 21 strikeouts in a perfect game. First time that's ever happened. Saw Every that. Single saw player it. struck out. Uh, Joe, Joe, similar, similar news. Joe Musgrave of the Padres threw a no hitter. And while doing so, had to go to the bathroom extremely badly the entire last four innings of that. Joe Musgrove, but yes. Isn't that what I said? You said Musgrave. Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. Uh, Trinity Rodman, daughter of Dennis Rodman, scored a goal in her pro soccer debut. A Florida man is accused of stealing an ambulance from a hospital. He left it by a pond. And in Thailand, an Asian water monitor lizard took over a 7-Eleven and chased out the customers. Have you seen this video, Russ? These things are five or six feet long. Typically, they can be up to 10 feet. They look like alligators. It was climbing up the shelves, maybe trying to get some crunch berries or something. Yikes, that does not sound like a vibe. It sounds like something that would happen in Miami. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. And we would love for you to hop on iTunes and subscribe and rate, tell your friends about the show, hit up obvious shirts. Like Russ said, we will have sports adjacent shirts coming soon and uh, don't get up early. It's not good for you. It's not.
1: Thanks for listening to sports adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms.
0: I'm very much adjacent. For a couple
1: hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.